1: This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars canon versus legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe.
0: Welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast, where we talk about Everything Star Wars legends and canon, the differences, what changes were made, the stories, we talk about it all here. I am Austin Orticup. I am one of your hosts for this podcast.
1: And I'm your other host, Ben of Tamaria.
0: And we are here with our patrons for our monthly patron chat. So I will let them introduce themselves and we'll start with Psych. even though I said your name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All good. Yeah, uh, I'm Psych88. I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm Bang Ninja.
2: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: for this topic, our topic is obviously the Andor show, which dropped last week. Three episodes and just kind of general thoughts on the Andor show. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you are you
1: medium that let's start who wants to start first penguin or psych
2: i'll go first so so um so immediately like off the bat you know it it goes for that slow burn kind of you know uh intrigue heavy and and whatnot it's very atmospheric uh which is nice and typical star wars if i would say um we you get introduced reintroduced to to Andor, but if you know the character at this point, what he does in the opening ten minutes is what he did in the opening two minutes of uh, Rogue One. So it's okay. We're establishing this is the same guy. He does the same stuff. Um, I got when we started doing the little flashbacky things, I got heavily reminded of Book of Boba, and I'm not gonna lie. Boca is not my favorite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let me add on to that. So it's funny. Boca Boba in that series, and warn everybody now, i we forgot to warn everybody, there will be spoilers in this episode for Ondor. Watch this. Uh, if you haven't seen the show, go watch it and then come back. But uh, for like Boca Boba, and I don't know if you guys are in agreement with me, his flashbacks were more interesting than the current present day stuff. In most case. In the most case.
0: Yeah, honestly, it was. I will die for Tuscan content. There you go. Like ever since ever since the first Kotor game when we got eight we learned HK could speak the Tuscan Raider language. Mm. I have wanted more Tuscan content for my entire life. So I will die for that. But I agree with you, Sykin, a little bit. I think that the flashbacks
1: Andor, right. it's flipped. Right. I feel like like his present day is more interesting in the flashbacks.
0: Right. I feel like it does detract. At least like with the Boba Fett flashbacks, I felt like they added to the background of like what Boba Fett is going through and what he's thinking about. And I feel like they gave a background for Boba Fett's change in ideology and character. Mm-hmm. Whereas Andor is just like... Okay, I don't care about this whatever planet that he came from. That I thought we were gonna get more interaction with the sister he's looking for,
2: but yeah, no, that didn't happen at all. We didn't,
0: um, and I'm mad they don't have subtitles for the language.
1: That right? <laughs> I was I turned subtitles on to see if what like okay, what are they talking about? And even subtitles shows nothing. I was like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. What are they you know, saying? Like, I just want to know what they're talking about.
2: Like you have to infer it based on what what they're doing by body language. Actively watching it, and it's like, uh, okay, look, I, I'm watching the show. I don't care that much. <laughs> tell me what they're saying. Um, mm. all right, and then so the first one, you get introduced to all these problems, right? Uh. He owes money to just about everybody in town. Uh, he's kind of a... Not the greatest guy, like, as a person. He's not a good... He's that friend that always mooches off <coughs> everyone you Han know. Solo. Um. <laughs>
1: Actually,
2: but he lacks the charisma of Han Solo. Good point. So, that's true. Like, if, if you've got a friend like Solo in your group, and you're like, okay, look, I'll spot you the five or whatever, that's one thing. But when you've got a guy like Cassian in your group, you're like... Okay, look, bro, I've spotted you one too many times. You can pay me back or you can figure it out yourself. Um But it kinda dragged. And we dragged way through like through episode two. Like I would believe you could cut like seventy percent of episode two, throw part of it into one, part of it into three, and have a two part episode there.
1: That's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. do you have anything to add penguin
0: um honestly that that about sums it up for me really i i i liked a good part of episode one and i liked all of episode three two two was kind of two was kind of meh
1: that's fair that mm-hmm. uh, might be why they I mean they dropped all three at once to get everybody like hey this is where it's going to go and like you know by the end of three okay at least for me i was like dialed in focused. It's like okay this is getting more interesting and then now I have to wait till what tomorrow yeah. on wednesday um,
2: I thought, yeah yeah sorry i'm getting my she-hulk drops on thursdays um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> separate show sorry um Really, it does that slow burn for to to hook you for the last fifteen minutes of the show, mm-hmm. or of the last of the three episodes, and you you kind of start to become you care for some of his friends. You see them all make decisions that impact uh, their entire lives for some of them. Um, I don't know. He just. He's that hardened hero and Mm -hmm. you want to root for him, but he's also kind of a he's just not that good of a person. And you're like, I don't want to like you.
1: Right. Yeah, and I think this show uh, compared to any other Star Wars stuff we've gotten from Disney it is a lot darker toned and a lot more maturity. There's a lot more maturity in set into the show mm-hmm. uh which i think is what we needed for a star wars medium
0: mm-hmm.
1: now just give us that but with force powers
2: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> acolyte um mm. either acolyte or what they plan to do with uh, uh, uh you know, ezra they true
1: and the- they we do have ezra mm-hmm. coming in the fold with ahsoka which is by all means i am stoked for that um but yeah i mean i i mean i enjoyed watching the first three episodes of Andor. it wasn't terrible i am more curious where it's going to go forward Mm -hmm. especially like we all know mon mothra is is going to be in the show where she's going to pop up i mean we have nine episodes still left of the show is the longest running star wars show that we get so who knows I kinda hope for more of the darker tone stuff personally. I wanna m I mean hey, we did get our first like cuss word in Star Wars.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so we did. um Obi Wan says damn in a new book. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, shit, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Just just saying. Just hey,
2: Dis- saying.
1: hey, I'm just saying from Disney though. It's the first cuss word.
2: Okay, so, I mean, if Space Jesus, you know, cusses, then, you know, that's that's a, that's a high mark, right? Like, <laughs> uh, and Han tells someone that he'll see him in hell. You think you got that, too? Um, I do feel like it relied a little bit on, on some tropes, which, I mean, what story doesn't, but this Star one was a Wars. little bit more, I mean, yes. Star Wars is this nothing one's a little bit trumps. more Because <laughs> it, it had like the... Um, it had the toady best friend slash underling, whatever. It's... For whatever reason, it's always a large person with an accent. And I'm like, okay, so I know what your job is to do here for the next 20 minutes. Um, I was... I am curious about the space force or whatever it is the corpos mm-hmm. um but capitalism think... in space <laughs> yeah um but ultimately i i feel like they're a bunch of children playing soldier like that's I, mm-hmm. the ending sets that up real well uh, i will say <laughs> how you know, they stand all
1: got hey we're gonna go and go up to this car that just uh crashed or this uh speeder all right and then boom yeah i mean could you well
0: you know waited speaking of that i think this kind of like th- that scene for andor at least for me kind of opens up to like a plot hole we've always pointed out in star wars that we've just accepted which is that the empire is incompetent
2: mm-hmm.
0: like but like andor kind of opens that up with the whole thing of like they're so proud of themselves this arrogance makes mm-hmm. them think that they don't have to try and yeah. yeah, I think that really opens up an idea of like for us to be like, of course they don't think of things like the Holdo maneuver, even though that's the first order because they're sure. arrogant and they mm-hmm. don't think they don't, they're not thinking creatively people pushed against a wall tend to think more creatively.
1: I feel like this show's going to get, give us a lot more insight on mm-hmm. what the galaxy particularly thinks and how they think specifically with the empire
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i think they're gonna go dive into that like their um the empire's like mental focus on like why they act the way they do and how they always somehow they're this big force in the galaxy but somehow always fail or half the time fail
0: Hmm. uh it's also interesting because we see this small town, like, they have a plan for resistance against you know, the corporate... I keep wanting to say the corporate alliance, but that's something different um, in Star Wars, but mm-hmm. um, like, they they have a plan for if they show up, and like, this resistance thing with the clanging and the, everyone moving out, which I think is interesting showing that there are parts in the galaxy that are ready for imperial resistant or like resisting the empire Mm
1: -hmm. yeah yeah. and it's what was the planet did they say it was outer rim or mid-rim
0: it's a mid-rim planet okay and it is basically just it is just brocca from fallen order reskinned gotcha
2: yeah, yeah, I kind of felt like toned down. You still have a bunch of you know, scrap and shipyard parts, mm-hmm. but it wasn't taking apart star cruisers. It was taking apart probably smaller stuff.
0: Right. And so I just got, maybe, I don't know where Brocket is. I'm pretty sure it's in the mid-rim too. Um.
2: I've noticed a distinct problem with Star Wars places like they're designed to feel like the galaxy is huge you have a bunch of planets all over the place and yet you get there so quickly and yet we know within the lore even hyperspace takes time sometimes days or even a couple of weeks if you're you know traveling from like one end to the other or something and well, yet sorry
0: i mean so tatooine is in the outer rim mm-hmm. alderon is in the core worlds i believe
2: right i if it's not core it's, it's at least inner it's it's the inner
0: rim han says that the falcon makes that in 600 six hours he says oh 600 hours so whatever that means mm. but you know a part is a parsec distance or is it time who knows it's, no one knows it's it's distance it's a distance
2: <laughs> distance <laughs> <laughs> yeah lucas look up <laughs> look <laughs> up your scientific terms before you start throwing them into your scripts right so while <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, looking that up you know what? why'm looking up let's go to the break I'm,
1: man oh yeah I am looking that up but let's go to the break <laughs>
0: All right, well, welcome to the middle of the show where we thank our patrons, our two patrons here. We thank you so much for your support, and you too can support us on Patreon. If you're listening to this episode not live, you can find that link in the episode description. If you are listening live with us, you can click a neat little button on the Twitch thing that says Patreon, and it can take you right to the Patreon. And you can sign up there for various tiers, and you can sign up for our Uh, Sith Lord Jedi Master tier, which will bring you... You come on the show with us right now. You can join us and chat about various topics once a month, and you can sign up for various tiers to support us, and we really, really appreciate that. Another way to support us is to like, rate, and review us on Spotify and Apple. If you leave us a five-star review with words, we will read it out on a future episode of the show. We do not have a review to read this week. Other than that, you can come hang out with us on Discord. You can join us on the Cups Podcasting and more, which is where we talk about all of the Cups Podcasts, which includes Dragon Age Lorecast, the Assassin's Creed Lorecast, this podcast, and a new podcast that we'll talk about in a minute. And then you can also join us on the Robots Radio Discord where you can see all kinds of podcasts about video games, about a bunch of stuff. If there's a nerdy podcast odds are there's a pot or a nerdy topic odds are there's a podcast on the robots radio network about it um so you can join there you can find those links in the episode description and then uh we do both ben and i have new shows that have launched and so i host with my other co-host she we have launched the inheritance cycle page by page podcast which is a read-through and discussion of the inheritance cycle or the aragon books that is available on apple and spotify you can go there and listen we are doing two chapters a week so episodes will drop on tuesday and thursday um and you can come and hang out and look, check out that new podcast and then ben you got a new show
1: i do so i started the Wizarding world lore cast with uh sykes co-host uh captain shanko Uh, We are going deep and dive into the lore and the world of the Harry Potter universe. So uh, our episodes drop every Friday. We just dropped our first episode this past Friday where we talk about the history of magic. Um, Lots of fun, lots of lore to get into, and especially if you're looking up for uh, the new Hogwarts Legacy game that will be coming out next year, definitely uh, tune in for... Our episodes to get more of the background of the world of Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, definitely. So you can check out those shows and come and hang out with us, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, That's all I got for the middle of the show. So let's get back to it, to Andor. Sweet. All right. We're still in here. What Again, the didn't hear when home. God, yeah. super. Weird. It hurts my soul, Ben. It I'm
1: sorry. I don't know
2: what's going
1: <laughs> on with OBS. It doesn't like to do sounds half yeah. the time when I'm on Tom shows. It like I hear half of the sound clip and the other half's like mm-hmm. not there. It's just it's super weird. I it's just how just OBS gonna, is set up.
0: I'm just gonna imagine it. Okay, in my brain. And that's how I feel about it.
1: But uh, (laughs) back to Onderon. Onderon, or Alderon, sorry. Onderon is a different planet. Alderon is Core World.
0: Okay.
1: It's in the Core World. Yeah.
0: So So, six hours to get from the Outer Rim to... the Which, for a time perspective, you know, I'm not shy about that. I live in Tennessee. (laughs) If you're going from one, the southeastern end of the state to the northeastern end of the state, you can't make that in six hours driving. That's nine hours. Jeez. Oof. You can't even get from Nashville to Tulsa in nine hours. Well, no. Or you can get the nine hours, but not six hours.
2: Hmm. The
1: more you know. So I think that's
2: pretty
0: fast, actually.
2: I mean, yeah. I just, like, yeah, because I've read, like, um what was it air air the jedi by uh kevin hearn and he had luke on a starship and it just felt like he was on that starship forever as he went from place to place Mm. and so i was like okay so the the galaxy feels relatively large finally
0: well well i think and you're going to have something move faster like if you're in the falcon that's going to move faster than like probably a star destroyer moving through hyperspace
1: there's right. that and you also you also have to take an effect that you, they have to specifically go and f- uh use hyperspace lanes so mm-hmm. depending on where you're flying or where you're traveling to you have to jump lane to lane to lane depending on what what you're doing
2: that's fair you can't yeah, just go from to point stop.
1: a to point b do like like they have to train. stop
0: in random systems to discharge and get interrogated by i mean government officials no that was a joke for site
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well you know <clears throat> i have to i have to keep you guys on your toes um <laughs> All right, so can we talk about the the, the last know, ten minutes or so of of Andor then? Cause, the
1: awesome like firefight ish.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I have to say that one like as as firefights and, and scripted fightings go, like that one had a real good ambiance and it had real good timing, both cinemat like in the cinematogra- cinematography part of it and in the practical effects part of it and then that ambiance that happens at the end when um i've never actually caught the 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 lieutenant's name but when the lieutenant's like standing there and he's oh, shell shocked like yeah um he knows his career's done he's killed a bunch of guys for nothing he didn't get obviously didn't get the objective and his life is effectively done um like having all that crash down on you in a very powerless setting, like, and the music helped and all that, like, that was done flawlessly. Mm. I'd say.
1: Now, do you think he's going to go after Andor?
2: Oh, yeah. Now, this is personal. Now, gonna...
1: I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Do you think, um, I can't remember, uh, his friend, um, Oh, what's her name?
0: Bix? Bix. Bix, thank you.
1: Yeah, do you think she might go after Andor as a personal grudge? Because uh, No, I think
0: she's gonna go, I think she my theory is that she's going to stay on, what is it, um, what is the planet called? That they're on. Uh, uh I can't remember. It's not, Yeah, I think she's gonna stay there and organize some kind of resistance. Because, like, she no- I think she knows that there's no use in chasing after Cassian. I think that sh- she's more upset about than you know, shooting Tim for no reason. Tim with two M's. <laughs> Which, that's another thing for me yeah. that frustrates me and is one of my frustrations with... One of my many frustrations with Game of Thrones post-season six Um is... Is that I really just like when you introduce the character and give them, like, an episode of character development. Just to <laughs> and die. Just to die. Like, uh, like, and they were kind of setting him up to be almost like, like o- Uncle Owen is to Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Like, maybe a little bit.
2: But. I, actually, like, for me, he fulfilled the jealous lover trope. The betrayer trope and the uh but i'm going to do the right thing trope so he was gonna die i just didn't expect right. it then right i didn't
0: i yeah. don't really think of him i didn't interpret what he was doing as like the jealous lover trope i was almost in tipping taking it as like the protective lover trope like mm. this man is trouble for bix and she has a blind sight to him so i have to take care of this because she can't see what it is and I don't even get like a romantic. I didn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm missing something. But like, I didn't get a romantic vibe between Vix and Mm-mm. Cassian. and I felt it was more. It of was a, more like, like sibling. It's more like a
1: sibling relationship. Um, at least what I got. Now I think because we know he, we know finally that Cassian is, uh, from, Ka- Kasa? Katari. Qatari, Qatari. So he's a Qatari. And when I first heard that, the first word that came to my mind was Kunari, and I was like, Everyone "That's not right." You <laughs> and the rest of the internet, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I was like, "Wait, that's not right." Uh, Kunari, do you think is is Bix a Kunari? Like, that's no. what I'm kind of kind of what no. I was. No,
0: from what I can tell, is that he and I guess his sister are the would have been the only ones who left there because. From what they're saying, I can't tell. I'm trying to figure out the timeline here, because if Andor in the present de- in the present day timeline is a, around the beginning of Rebels, It's same
1: five Bby is literally right where it yeah. starts.
0: Right. Okay. So that's even before Rebels. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's five. BBY. It's at the same time as Fallen Order, which is has a pretty established Empire.
1: Um... So that
0: means that.
1: Fallen Order is nine. No, it's four. No, it's
0: it's five it's years purge. after. It's five years after the Purge. Yeah, but because because it says that when you correct, but wouldn't
1: like, well, that wouldn't be wouldn't five that be BBY then? Like Fifteen though. BBY. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. It's, it's Twenty-year difference. Yeah. So yeah. So five BBY is the start of Rebels, um, which puts either the flashbacks depending on how old Cassian is. The flashbacks either during the Clone Wars or right at the formation of the Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, tech- well,
1: I think it's during the Clone Wars because during yeah. the flashbacks they specifically say Republic cruisers.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do say the Republic cruisers coming in. Okay, but the tech looks so Empire like it's that it's it that does. black gloss look the you well. Know, mirrors. The
0: inside of the Venator class cruisers look like Imperial cruisers. Oh, uh, that's true. Okay. Um, but, like, I always interpret like it looked very, it looked very like Miners Guild, the people in the uniform on there. So, yeah, I'm curious. Public. Yeah. Now. I also feel like if it was. It was if it was in like the height of the clone wars, I feel like when we went to that like mining thing, I feel like we would have seen like clone trooper armor somewhere. Mm. Well, I guess maybe not. I, but...
1: I I wouldn't think so. But I do have a theory. I don't f- I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm kind of hoping since it is during the same time as rebels. Do you And we all, and as we talked about on our Andor episode last week, he went by Fulcrum at one point. Do you think we could see a possible actual, like, actress to play Hera in this show? And actually get a tease of that for Ahsoka?
0: I would be surprised, mainly because, like, we know, well... I guess we don't know, because there is that shot in Rebels, like right before they fly off to Scarif, where you see the ghost. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we've gotten confirmation that Hera participates in the Battle of Scarif. I don't believe she does. And so, yeah, the I ghost feel is like... there.
1: Well, no, they um, they mention they mentioned Hera's name, uh, in Rogue One.
0: They oh, like page yeah. General Syndulla, yeah. or something like that. Uh, now, it
1: doesn't mean that she's the one flying the ghost, but who I don't know who, who, would who, who else, else is no. flying that ship. She and, ain't letting anyone else fly the ghost. Correct. So I'd imagine. I, don't I know. would
0: imagine that given the timeline that she, I would be surprised if she shows up in Andor, because we're probably, if I had to guess the show, it's going to come up right till he goes gets the orders to go on to the mission to get jen that's my theory of where well this series remember is this end. is
1: two seasons yes so
0: but i think that's where the series will end. oh the no after season how many two seasons, yeah like that's gonna be the end. oh yeah it's, like it's gonna
1: getting, go right at the borderline yeah. of rogue one it'll be
0: like we need you to go pick up this prisoner daughter of galen or so i do think we might get galen or so see him
1: we know we're going to see Saw Gerrera too,
0: right? I would be, be surprised. I would be surprised if we saw Hera, just because like they are so focused on Lethal and the rest of the system, and I don't think that per people knowing, I don't think that they would want Ezra and Kanan interacting with that many other cells, just to keep Jedi regularly hidden. Like, I know the higher-ups know that Karen and and Ezra are there, but I mean, I'd love to see I'd love to see Kanan, but I don't think I'll have to. I don't know
1: if we're going to get Kanan.
0: Well, he said, well, whoever person said, there are no Jedi in this show. Mm. So. Anything else? I do have one more thought.
2: But What's I that? To get Well, I just want to give anyone else
0: time to speak before
2: that. No, I'm good.
0: I actually take issue with the tone of this show. Not really the tone, but the adult content in this show, mainly because for two reasons. One, George Lucas, and I know he's not in charge anymore, but George Lucas has always said that Star Wars is a clear-cut story of good versus evil. There is a clear good guy and a clear bad guy and you fall into one categories. Now, I know the world's not like that, but I think painting the Rebel Alliance in kind of this morally gray area, like outright, it's one thing to interpret it, but to paint it outright, I think a little bit goes against Lucas's design for Star Wars. Uh, I don't know what he would say now, but based on interviews I've read and seen and watched with them i do think that i also kind of take a point of star wars has to run that fine line of being for children and realizing that a large majority of their fan base is adult now um and so i guess i just kind of think that because this show is not kid friendly like if i was oh no if a parent asked me like can i watch this with my kid i would say no and most of the time with the star wars i say you might want to watch it with them and like answer any questions they have but yeah they'd probably be okay now maybe like a preteen or early teenager yeah i think you'd be okay but anything under 10 maybe not
2: like as a parent i will Hardly agree to that <laughs> uh, and it's
0: not that like anything they do is bad or i think is inherently bad or anything like that it's just that a child's not it's, ready to deal with it it's a, just
1: a much mature darker tone than what yeah any, any any other star wars medium has had
0: right and you know there are dark things like clone wars is a kid's show and oh they they there are they tackle many very dark things tones. that happen in there um, but i think it's just that it, it has to do with, like, the tone and the delivery of mm-hmm. that and, like, the fact that... I guess it's the thing that, like, it starts in a brothel, like, was just very jarring to me.
2: That's fair. Like, I mean, I... I see... I don't know. For me, it's... I always enjoy a lot of realism in my science fiction so Mm -hmm. to see things like brothels or to see things like uh, like a rebel alliance it starts kind of as a it has to start as a mm, terrorist organization because that's what it is Mm. um and you can't i don't don't know one doesn't gloss over the necessities of what one has to do when you are fighting Mm -hmm. for your life and the lives of other people.
0: Right. I think that like what I get, and I definitely get that. I think that what I get is like blurring the lines between good and evil in Star Wars, I think um, goes against its intent and, and like the spirit of Star Wars mm. as a whole. It's like, I always say like I'm a big proponent of no, the empire does not have valid points. Like that's that's the trap of the dark side is to think that you're doing good when you're not really doing good, um, and so I guess like when you start to blur those lines of like, oh, here's Cassian and he's like he's our hero, but he's not really honorable or good. Like that's the thing about Han Solo. Like we do see Han Solo just shoot someone in cold blood within the first forty five minutes of A New Hope. Yes, that yep. is fact. It takes forty five minutes for us to meet Luke Skywalker.
2: Huh. Okay. Yes. Um Wait, It also takes us about an to hour meet to meet
0: Anakin. Or do you mean to meet Han? To meet Luke. It is forty five It is it is almost forty minutes from the attack on the Tana five to Aunt Beru ca- shouting, "Luke!"
2: Huh. now I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Just yeah, so, just no to kidding. Now, right? I'm like,
0: because I'm... it's like the hour mark, the 60th minute is them boarding the Death Star.
2: Damn. Huh? That's fast, and then not fast.
0: Yes. So, like, <laughs> oh,
1: I guess yeah. You have the 10 of four, like and boarding and everything. And then the jaw was yeah I
0: never think about that crap and then you have the whole Moss eisley sequence which is at least 20 minutes itself huh. but so anyway we see han solo you know fry poor grito or whatever but grito was asking for it um oh, yeah. but <laughs> but like han solo himself is honorable I don't feel like Cassian is honorable. Even, like, I don't think he's really honorable all through Rogue One until he says, okay, maybe I won't kill this girl's dad because she's pretty.
1: I mean, we see him sh- kill a guy on quarter... Well, I, it, okay, it was an accident. The guy, like, literally hit his head and died in the first ten minutes of the first episode. But then the other guy was begging him for his life and Cassian's like, yep, no, I'm not going to deal with this and just shot him in the I face mean, it's like oh oh is that what we're doing
2: or what i mean he did the exact same thing in in row one true uh, true he his, did his partner he totally just like gutted and that was within 30 seconds of meeting the of us meeting cassian as a character he cuts his partner and leaves him for leaves him behind
1: mm-hmm. he's
2: that's a good point he's always that guy and you uh, know I
0: wouldn't argue and I guess my issue is that like Cassian is supposed to be the hero of this show. Um But is he? Whereas like I don't <laughs> think he's the he- he's not the hero of Rogue One. Nah. That's Jen. Is. Jen. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh like for me I think it's best to just like think of it as he's the protagonist of this show, but that doesn't mean he's necessarily quote unquote the hero. hero. Of it. Yeah, he's yeah. just the main character. And we're going to see stuff through his perspective a, a majority of the time.
1: I
0: guess that's true.
1: Now, do you whereas think... Whereas, I feel like... Oh, go on. Sorry.
2: I was going to say, uh, whereas I think the actual hero is probably going to be, um, and I can never pronounce his name, but the, the older gentleman who helps him out in the end there.
1: Oh! Um, the guy from Thor.
2: Yes, the guy from Thor. <laughs> Eric Selvig. Well, that's his Thor yeah, name. There we go. Um, I forget
0: his act, His actor name. Um. I, it's
2: It's, like... Something Stahlsgaard. Uh, Dra- Draven is his
0: Star Wars name, I believe.
2: Yes, Draven. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel um, like now that we've got them together, I think he's going to be one well, He's going to be the mentor, obviously, but he's going to kind of be the hero, sort of, kind of he, character. He's
1: He'll be the one to induct or put door on the track to becoming a rebel and mm-hmm. eventually have him become a rebel spy for in, in the empire and all that that we'll see now i'm curious are we going to see k2 in this season i am or next season
0: i would i would I, probably next season go ahead penguin that was gonna say i as soon as possible i hope
1: <laughs> now i mean i'm i'm okay keeping the droid they have in the show what uh uh b b um yeah i'm okay yeah, having that droid it. i love that droid he's awesome
0: look everyone the key to create a, a universally loved star wars character is to make them a droid <laughs> yeah pretty much
1: at this point yeah
0: Just like even C three PO, who we find annoying like i'd still punch anyone who tried to hurt c3po mm-hmm yeah,
1: all Astromechs are precious. You never heard of Astromech, period?
0: Except for R three in Clone Wars, he can go to hell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's just because he went against R two.
1: Oh, didn't they have that fight though? On like the uh yeah R two, yeah uh, R two R three fight, and then R two just kicked his kicked his droid yep. butt. That's what I thought because um,
0: anakin never memory wiped the droid
1: yeah yeah I, I and then that's one conversation i love to see and any whenever have that conversation like r2 and luke talking and r2 literally tells oh yeah everything that you went through i've known about from like 10 20 years ago <laughs> it's like yeah you've never- Told
2: me R two
0: ain't no snitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even to his former master's son. Yep, he ain't no snitch. Um, it's funny. Like neither of them are memory wiped. Are they? Like ever? Three PO
0: yeah. is. Three PO uh, is. Three PO
1: okay. is. He's been memory wiped. I think two or three times.
0: At least yeah. twice that we know of. Okay. r he was never. memory wiped. In the end of Return of, or Revenge of the Sith, mm-hmm. and then he was memory wiped in The Rise of Skywalker, though not permanently.
1: Uh, yeah, because R2 had a backup.
0: Yeah.
1: Hence why R2 still the best.
0: Penguin, you got any other thoughts about Andor and anything? Any predictions? Uh,
1: I'm not. I don't think so. Not. Not anything that hasn't already been
0: mentioned. Mm. Anyone who's who's the character besides k 2 So, who's the character you want to see in the show? Um. Well, I, I am looking forward to seeing Sagara, because mm. I, I think, he, I think he could use a little bit more character development because we've seen we've seen him in clone wars and rogue one a bit and rebels
1: and oh yeah he's oh uh, yes right um yeah. well with uh when we see him in rogue one he's all like you know wounded on a looks like an air ventilation uh in the trailer we get for Andor he's not on that so i think we actually might see what what happened? Uh, what happens to him? Um, to how he gets to that well, point?
0: It'll be interesting because he's not like that in season four of Rebels.
1: Correct. Well, he's a lot. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's. Isn't he a little bit younger too than we see him in Rogue One and Rebels. Uh
2: yeah, like he's kind of old by the time we get to um, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Yeah,
1: and Rebels, he's kind of like. In his, what, twenty thirty like, 30s?
0: Well, he's kind of... Because he's still in the, like... He is in his, like, Forest Whitaker, like, mm-hmm. design in Rebels. hmm We see him early on, so there's, like, a couple years. But the last we see him, he is not on his ventilator. And he's basically, like... He blows up some organ... Well, it's like Ezra goes with him because he's like, Mon Mothma doesn't do anything. And so. Mm. But. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see Solid Guerrero. Definitely. I haven't seen him since All in Order. Right. Oh, yeah. He was on Kashyyyk. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably one of the best planets to play on.
2: It's always the best planet to play on.
1: That's a fair point. That is a <laughs> fair point, even in Old Republic. Star- or not even. Uh, like, nice Old Republic, I mean.
0: Mm-hmm. I re raise you original Battlefront two to Sheik Matt is my least favorite.
1: Oh. Well.
0: Oh. Ugh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. Hmm. But uh anybody have any last minute thoughts or anything? And we can end the
2: episode. I'm good. Yeah, me too. All right.
0: Thanks for listening to the Holocron Histories
1: podcast. And may the the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at swholohistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shenko.
2: And I'm Psych88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between.
1: The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.